Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. Each week we offer biblical encouragement and practical ideas to help you know the love of Jesus Christ more deeply and become the woman, wife, and mother you were created to be. We're so glad you're here. It's going to be a great day. Hello, everyone. My name is Deb, and I am so excited to be here with you guys today. I have a super important topic uh, to talk to you about today, and it's all about how to maintain your joy during stressful seasons. And guys, stress is a part of life. And how can you maintain your joy, stay healthy, be more strong during stressful times, guys. And we're going to talk about that today. And so as you guys come on, and if you're in the podcast, I want to welcome you to today's Help Club for Moms podcast. If you're new to Help Club, we have an amazing podcast. And uh, today's episode is Mothering Monday. We do them every Monday. And uh, I just really want all of you guys to know how happy and thankful we are that you are here. And as you guys come on, I would love it if you would uh, tell me one prayer request right now. What can, how can we pray for you today? Uh, and if you're in the, listening on the podcast, please send your prayer request to admin at helpclubformoms.com. Admin at helpclubformoms.com. We have the most amazing, amazing, amazing prayer team. And so guys, you are totally covered in prayer. Our team loves you. We are so honored to be on this journey of motherhood with you. Uh, we think about you all the time. We pray for you and uh, for all of our moms at Help Club. And uh, if you're new here, uh, I should tell you also that God is so amazing and he has called me uh, to learn because I need to learn how to do this myself, but he's called me to be a mom to a thousand mothers, to be a second mom to a thousand mothers, because I don't know about you guys, but uh, I did not grow up in a Christian home and, or you might've grown up in a Christian home, but you might want things to be different. And uh, so God has called me to be a second mama to a lot of you, sweet, dear daughters. And so Anyway, just so you know, if you're new to Help Club, that's that's our amazing ministry. We have an amazing prayer team, an amazing team of women that create content. We're all volunteers at Help Club, and uh, and God is calling me, and He's teaching me how to be a second mom. And so, anyway, it's really exciting for me. But don't forget, leave a comment. I want to see good morning. And as you're, if it says Facebook user by your name, um, please. Um, just tell me your name because I'm using a streaming system and the streaming system does not uh, release your name if you're doing uh, joining us from the online group on Facebook. We have an amazing online group on Facebook, you guys. It is super amazing. We pray for each other in that group and it is absolutely fantastic. So be sure to join the Help Club for Moms uh, online group on Facebook. It is fantastic. Okay. So while I'm waiting for everyone to come on and leave their prayer requests or just to say hi, just tell me hi and tell me who you are <laughs> because I can't see um, everybody who's coming on that says uh, Facebook user. So it just is what it is with Facebook, right? Okay, let's pray. Jesus, I thank you so much for every person watching this video live, listening to the recording, uh, listening on our podcast. God, I pray for each and every one of them, God, that you would empower them today 
to be strong women. Lord Jesus, we have the Holy Spirit inside of us. The same power that Jesus Christ, that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is living inside of us. God, that we would all learn how to use this power today, that you would download into our hearts supernatural wisdom. God, we know that we can get all things that we need for life and godliness from you. We can get all supernatural power, wisdom, knowledge, understanding, counsel, power, um, and the spirit of the fear of the Lord God, everything that we need, we get from you. So come Holy Spirit, strengthen us today, God, in Jesus name. Amen. Okay. So hello, Carrie. I'm glad that you're here. Uh, okay. So I'm just going to get right into it today. And I want to just tell you guys that, so I know a lot of you guys, uh, your kids are in school. They're exposed to a lot of germs and, and you guys are having a busier schedule a lot of times than what you had in the summer. Sometimes uh, it's a, it's a welcome relief from the summer because you're so busy in the summer. But uh, for most of my friends who have kids in school or they're homeschooling, they're just super busy right now. And a lot of their kids are getting sick and a lot of my mom friends are getting sick. And I just wanted to talk to you about some things that the Lord's told me over the years about staying healthy, about maintaining your joy. But, um, so I have, uh, and I hate it. I don't even like saying I have it because it's mostly gone. Uh, God is healing me from an autoimmune disease called Stills disease. And, uh, it's like lupus and I get sick when I'm under stress and I've had it like most Christmases before I learned, uh, what God has been teaching me, like what I'm going to talk to you about today. Uh, most Christmases I would spend in the emergency room because I was so sick. Good morning, uh, Melanie. Uh, I would spend in the emergency room because I was so sick. Oh, at my kids' birthday parties, I was sick. Uh, I get a high fever of like 104. I get a rash that looks like sunburn and it peels like a sunburn. It's so gross. And it, it, it creates heavy duty inflammation in my body. Like I had a, they call it a CRP test, something like that. But the test says that like normal is zero to six or three to six or no, anything over a six and you could have a heart attack. Well, uh, when I'm really sick with Stills disease, I, my numbers are like 36 and I was with a rheumatologist. I went to a rheumatologist for a little while and then she got really upset with me because I would not go on an immune suppressant. And she said, you are going to die and get a heart attack. And I was like, I'm not going to receive that not going to do it. And I, uh, I, I just didn't feel right. See, that's the thing that God tells us. He tells us wisdom and he tells us what we should be doing when we are spending time with him. He tells us, and I felt in my heart and my husband felt in his heart that I did not need to go on an immune suppressant drug. Okay. Guys, does that sound like the dumbest idea in the world to suppress your immune system? Yes, it would help me where I don't have the autoimmune disease, but it would also make me more uh, easily to where I can get other diseases, right? Who knows what I could have gotten? I could have gotten leukemia or cancer or something. And so I said, no, and she really yelled at me and she goes, you can have a heart attack if you don't take this medicine because this autoimmune disease, this uh, inflammation in your body will kill you. And I'm like, fine. And I just, I didn't feel peace about it. And it was really hard. I was crying because I wanted to do what my doctor said to do, but I went to my elders and I, I, I've been to my elders a couple of times for this, but I went to my elders and I asked for prayer 
and they anointed me with oil. And do you guys know what the book of James says? It says, if any of you is sick, let him call on the elders of the church and the prayer offered in faith will make that person well. And so I called on the elders of the church and they prayed over me. I've been down front at my church to get prayer from the prayer team over and over and over. I pray with my friends whenever I feel the sickness coming on. Uh, I've been back to the elders again, but the elders prayed over me. And I'm telling you guys, when the elders prayed over me, things started to shift. I started getting wisdom about why I was getting sick. I, and the things stopped happening as frequently. I still, I got it about a month ago, which I hate, but it always comes at a time of great stress. And so I just want to talk to you about your stress. And stress can come from a lot of different places. Stress can come from being busy. Stress can come from uh, your own a voice in your head, right? The voice that you hear, a condemning voice, right? From the enemy, but also you have a voice that you're maybe could be telling yourself things that are not true about yourself. Maybe you look in the mirror and you hear a voice say, I'm fat, I'm ugly, or you, you hear things about your marriage. You know, guys, we've got to guard our hearts and our minds. The word of God talks about renewing our mind to scripture and we have to be renewing our mind. So stress can come from people criticizing you, hurting you, that stress can come from that, uh, betraying you. Uh, there's so much stress that can come onto your life. And so guys, I just want to talk to you about things that you can do because God wants us to maintain our joy. And you know what I hear a lot of the times whenever I'm under stress and I'm working with the Lord to try to not get sick or to try to be strong and not let things bother me. I have heard him say that scripture in Jeremiah that says, if you have run with men and lost, how can you run with the horses? And guys, God wants you to run with the horses. He does not. It's that. Let me look it up really quick. And hi, Priscilla. And hi. Oh, Allegra. I'm so glad you're. Oh, you have hives. Okay. We're going to pray. I'm going to take bite. I'm going to pray that. Okay. I'm going to pray that for you. Let me get you this scripture really quick. Um, I just want you to think about your life, your calling and how the enemy comes against you. And it could be um, from people that are trying to criticize you, or maybe you feel like God is calling you to something and people are criticizing you. And um, so listen to this scripture. It's Jeremiah 12 verse five. And God speaks this to me all the time. Whenever I'm starting to feel sick, when I'm worried about what people are saying about me, he says, if you have raced with men on foot and they have worn you out, how can you compete with horses? If you stumble in the safe country, how will you manage in the thickets by the, uh, by the Jordan? And listen to the New Living Translation. If racing against mere men makes you tired, how will you race against horses? And God is calling me. He's calling you to build up your endurance in the Holy Spirit so that you will know how to race against the horses. God is calling you today to raise up your children for him. He is calling you to stay married if you're married. He's calling you to live a life different than the culture. He's calling you to follow him in dark places when you don't feel like you know what you're doing. He's calling you to follow him. I know some of you guys are really walking through dark places right now and you have to have the Holy Spirit leading, your, leading the way. But guys, if we let people get us down. How are we going to compete with the horses? How are we going to follow God in the calling that he has called us to? The word of God says the fear of man brings a snare, but those who trust in the Lord are kept safe and we cannot fear man. We have got to trust God. 
And so I don't know if you guys struggle with that. I struggle with it. It's really hard for me to not struggle with the fear of man. I do care about what people think about me. And over the years, I've had some pretty heavy duty criticism of me or I lost friendships years ago. I mean, there's been so many things that have happened. I've gone through dark seasons, but God has been training my arms for battle and he's made me stronger to where now when I'm 56 years old, I'm stronger. I can be stronger when I'm in a battle because God is helping me. The word says God strengthens the feeble knees that are weak. God gets your arms ready for battle. And we need to be asking him that guys. Now is not the time to take your faith. Uh, not seriously. You need to take your faith seriously. Now is the time to follow God and take your faith seriously. And so I want you to be thinking about the things that have been bothering you lately, the criticisms that you have been receiving from people. Um, now I do want to tell you guys that we have to be humble when we are criticized. I'm just going to talk about criticism right now because that can be really hard. Okay because it can derail you. You know, the word of God talks about the fact that says, and hi, Alma, good to see you. Um, uh, the word of God talks about the fact that he says, who cut in on you? We are not supposed to be people who let people cut in on the work of the Lord that he is doing in our life. Do not let people cut in on you. Now, with that said, I need to say that the word of God also says that with pride comes disgrace, but with humility brings wisdom. And guys, God wants us to be humble. And if you have been criticized lately, uh, or if you someone has hurt you, we always take that criticism to the Lord. And yes, it breaks your heart, but we take that criticism to the Lord. And we say, God, is there any truth here of what they are saying about me? Is there anything that I need to listen to right now? What, tell me what to do. And God will tell you, and you need to be open to what he is telling you. And you need to stay humble. When people criticize you, God wants you to stay humble and not retaliate and lash out. And that is really hard for me, guys. Whenever people hurt me, I really want to lash out and I can't do it. I'm learning and it's a process for me because I'm not perfect. I'm human, but I really want, you know what I want guys more than anything is I want to follow God and I want to get to heaven someday. And I want to be really proud that I did what he called me to do. I want to be really proud that I obeyed him as much as I could guys. We will never be perfect, but we can always go back to God over and over and over again to do what he's called us to do, to repent if we've done something wrong and to ask for forgiveness and move forward in the direction that he's calling us to do. Whenever I receive criticism or I receive something happens to me or I take it to my husband all the time, take that piece of criticism to your husband. If he's a believer or to a trusted friend, someone that will speak truth to you, but who also has faith, you need people around you who are spirit filled and filled with faith. Yet we need to be, my pastor talked about this yesterday. It was so good. He said that we need to be hanging out with people who are struggling in their faith. Absolutely. Because we need to be encouraging them. We need to be helping them. We need to be praying for them. But you must hang around people who strengthen you, who lift you up. You have got to have spirit-filled, Holy Spirit, power of the living God, people in your life that will cause you to be strong. Okay, you've got to have a balance of both. Yes, we are loving people. We love them like Jesus. But guys, Jesus did not entrust himself 
with everyone, right? Do you remember? It says he did not entrust himself to the people that were in Jerusalem uh, when he came in, after he came in on that horse, he didn't entrust himself to them. And there are people in your life that you are there to minister to, to help, but you don't entrust yourself fully to them. Okay. I don't have big boundaries with people. I don't cut people off. I'm not that kind of person. You will never hear me say, put up your boundaries because I feel like boundaries can fence you in, right? What are you doing? You're fencing yourself in. And guys, I don't want anything fencing me in. I want freedom in my life and I want to follow God wherever he wants to take me. And if I have to walk through a difficult relationship with someone, I will do it. But I ask God to guard my heart to where I have wisdom in relationships to where I know what to do. But you will never hear me talk about putting up your boundaries. It's such an easy thing to say. The harder thing is to walk through a tough relationship with someone. The harder thing is to see that that person is probably not meaning to come against you. That person is just uh, clueless. The person is is honestly being an agent of the devil in your life to come up against you, but they're, they don't mean it. I think that we need to be thinking about people. And I know that, yes, if there's a safety issue, absolutely. I mean, I have things, I don't go to lunch with men. I don't have men that I'm texting, you know, things like that. I don't have those kind of friendships in my life. Those are, I guess, my boundaries. But like if someone offends me or they hurt me, I don't just put up these boundaries with people, guys. I don't feel like that's godly. I feel like I'm going to do what God tells me to do. And if he's telling me to walk through a difficult relationship, holding his hand, I'm going to do it. It's not going to be convenient. It's going to, it's going to make me sad. It's going to hurt my heart. It's going to probably cause me a little bit of trauma, but I'm going to do what God tells me to do. Now, if God tells me to not hang out with that person anymore, yes, but I will exit it in a godly way. And I will not like put that up there. Does that make sense? There's just a difference of your heart. And I know that's something that's personal. I know that um, sometimes we just have to take these things to the Lord and ask him. We always ask him what to do about these tough relationships that we have in our lives. Okay, guys, just ask him what to do. He'll tell you what to do. He knows the kind of relationships that you're in. I'm not talking about psychopathic people, people that would hurt you or your children. That is not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about the things that you would want to put up a boundary if someone hurt you, okay? Just walk through whatever it is that God has for you with his power and with his wisdom and with his strength, okay? Anyway, moving on. So several years ago, uh, I was going through a really, really hard time, a really hard time. I uh, was being, uh, I, I lost some friendships and I was being criticized and it was really hard. And, um, my kids and this person's kids were close. And anyway, it's just a long story, but I was getting sick a lot because I was really feeling hurt. I was feeling discouraged and I asked God to help me and I asked him to tell me what to do. And God speaks to me sometimes in dreams. And I've learned over the years that I know if he's speaking to me because it won't go against scripture I know that when God is speaking to me, it will feel encouraging. Even if it's a reproof, it'll feel encouraging. And so I had this dream several years ago. And um, and I want you to think about this. Um, because my husband was always telling me this statement about these relationships and these people. And he would say, Deb, don't give away your power. And that is not a new age term, ladies. It's not a new age thing that I'm saying. Don't give away your power. Okay. 
What that it means is you have the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead living inside of you. And we're going to talk about that in just a second. And when you are allowing other people to hurt you, when you're allowing bitterness and unforgiveness in your heart, when you are having conversations with people in your head and what you would tell them if you could see them, you are giving away your power. You are weakening the power of the living God inside of you. Wait, back up. I don't want to say that any of his power would ever be weakened. I was talking with my husband about this today because I really want to be clear on this. There is nothing you can do to weaken that power that is coming in you, but there's a whole lot you can do to weaken the way that you have power to live your life. There's nothing you can do. You have the Holy Spirit inside of you. God never takes that away. Jesus even said, I'm giving you a helper. He will always be with you. Okay. He's not going to take his spirit from you. All right. That's what it says. I could look the scripture up in just a second, but um, I just want to be clear, but you can give away your power. You can give away the, the power that you have as a Christian, as a Christ follower. Uh, you can give away that power and you're giving it away to the enemy. You're, you're giving other people too much power in your life to have a hold on you for their opinions to hurt you. And so I had this dream and in my dream, several years ago, um, I picked up this woman and her dog at the airport and it was, and I felt like the whole thing through this dream was, it was a good faith dream. Like it was a good faith relationship, meaning she was coming because she, we were friends. I didn't know her very well, but she was coming because we were friends and she was coming to visit me and I wanted to be her friend. I wanted her to have a good time. And, uh, in my dream, I, I picked her up at the airport. I brought her back to my place. We were, you know, staying there like I would do with a friend that comes in town, you know, we're visiting. And then she got really mad at me. And I was trying to figure out what I did. And I tried to hug her and she was like whole really stiff like this. And then I was like, okay, well, okay, well, I'll just give her some space. Right. And in my dream, I told her, I said, you can take my car if you want to go around town and you know, if you want to use my car, so she didn't have to get a rental car, I said, you can use my car. And then I went to sleep. I went to sleep in my dream. And then I was waking up in my dream and I, it was such a hard, I was, I was having such a hard time waking up. It was like a stupor that I was in, in my dream. I was opening my eyes, trying to wake up in my dream. And then I looked around and she wasn't there and her dog wasn't there. And I looked in the garage and both of my cars were gone. She had taken my car and she had taken this other car that was in the garage. And what turned out that she had done was, is she called this man that uh, was in the town where I lived and he came and she came both. I, we, anyway, she had, she got both of our keys to our car and she stole both of my cars out of my garage and she took her dog. And I realized that she wasn't really who she said she was. And I realized that she meant me harm and she didn't mean me good. And she wasn't coming there to be my friend. And I stopped and I was like, okay, God, and I've, I've learned how to do this. God's taught me how to do this. What does this dream mean? And if you have dreams, ask God to help you remember them before you go to bed and ask him to tell you what they mean, either in the middle of your dream, in the middle of the night, in a way that you'll remember or in the morning when you wake up. Okay. And I ask God, and now I say, God, what did that dream mean? And he said, Deb, what do those cars represent to you? And I said, well, independence, freedom, strength, ministry. I get to go out and do ministry, get things done, power. And he said, Deb, 
You are giving away your power, your strength, ministry, work, everything. When you allow what those people say and did to you hurt you. Because what was happening to me, guys, is I get knocked out sometimes. And when I say knocked out, when someone is critical of me or they get mad at me or I lose, and I haven't, I've lost like just a couple of friendships my whole life, but it hurt really badly. And it really messed me up for a long time. And God was saying to me, you're letting it knock you out. You're letting it hurt you and you can't even work. You can't get your stuff done that I called you to do because it hurts you so bad and you get knocked out. Don't give away your power. And so I've never forgotten that dream. And I'm telling you, ladies, don't give away your power. Don't give away your strength. Don't give away your freedom. Don't give away your independence. Don't be afraid of people. Do what God has called you to do. Do what he has called you to do. Let me, let me read you a couple of scriptures. I want to read you Ephesians 1, 17 through 19, and we're going to pray at the end. So make sure that you um, let me know how I can pray for you. Go ahead and you can totally uh, put those scriptures. I mean, put your prayers up in the comments. Okay, Ephesians 1, and it's 17 through 19. Ephesians 1. Okay, so it says, and I love that Paul says, He prays, right? And he tells us we need to pray to understand the power of the living God that lives inside of us, guys. Okay. We need to pray to even understand this power. And it says in verse 17, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious father may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly realms. And ladies, you have that power inside of you because you have the Holy Spirit. You have the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead living inside of you, but we give it away when we let other people hurt us, knock us out to where we can't function. If we're going around complaining about people, if we're harboring bitterness and unforgiveness, we are giving away our God-given strength to be able to use that power to accomplish all that God has called us to do. And I'm telling you, the enemy will come at you every day. He knows, and it's what I call a chink in your armor. He knows that place that he can get to you. Don't let him. You have on that shield of faith. It's part of the armor of God. My husband, Randy and I put on the armor of God every day and we just do it. We're like, my husband prays it, put on the helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, shield of faith, sword of the spirit, belt of truth, and boots of peace. And my husband says, drive the enemy away from us, Jesus. And you have the authority as a Christ follower to tell the devil in Jesus name to leave you alone. In Jesus' name, and I'm going to pray right now. I pray for every person watching this video live, listening on the podcast, watching the recording of this video. Jesus, I, I pray that you will protect them from the enemy, that you will speak truth into their heart right now if they are giving away their power, if they are weaker because they are allowing someone else to cut in on them. God, the enemy is trying to cut in on them. God, give them the strength that they need. And Satan, in Jesus' name, I speak to you. You must leave. 
me and my family, my friends and their family, and the call of the Lord on our lives alone in Jesus name. Amen. There's one more scripture that I want to read to you guys. And my husband said, you need to read to them Colossians 1, 9b through 12. Colossians 1. Okay. And it says in the last part of verse 9, and it says, well, I'll read the whole thing for this reason. So it's Colossians 1, starting in verse 9. For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you and asking God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all spiritual wisdom and understanding. And we pray this in order that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and may please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience, being patient with people, right? Patience with yourself, with people. And, um, and joyfully giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in the kingdom of light. And guys, there is a big part of gratitude. Gratitude and thankful thanksgiving play a huge part in being able to overcome and to be strong and stay healthy and joyful. And being thankful, thanksgiving, praise, and worship are tools in your tool belt that you can use to help you to overcome the schemes of the enemy in your life, to help you to stand strong and move forward in the call that God has for you. So Thanksgiving, thank you, Jesus, for my family. Thank you for my children. Thank you for my husband. Thank you for my job, whatever it is. Praise. I praise you, Jesus, because you are my father. I praise you because you are patient. I patient. I praise you that you are love. I praise you, God, that you are faithful. So thanksgiving, praise, and worship. Guys, I worship every single day. I sing a song of worship in my home. I sing things like Protector by Kim Walker Smith. I sing Spirit Break Out. I sing um, Yahweh. Oh, what is it? It's um, it's a beautiful song. Uh, Yeshua. I sing Yeshua. And those are all with Sean Foyt on his channel. They're powerful songs, guys. If you are going through a battle right now, Sing those three songs every day. Sing them in your car. I guarantee you, you will be stronger because you are focusing on the power of God and not your own strength. We have no strength apart from God. We have no wisdom apart from God, but you have all strength, all power, all wisdom, all help. Everything that you need for life and godliness is inside of you, but it's a head thing. You've got to renew your mind to scripture. You've got to turn away from people that are trying to hold you back. Turn away from the enemy. Turn away from sin. We have to be serial repenters, as our pastor says. Serial repenters is someone who you just keep going back to God over and over and asking for forgiveness for and not for the same sin over and over, meaning you're going to go to God and say, God, I'm sorry I blew it today. God, I'm sorry I was jealous. God, I'm sorry I lost my temper. Whatever it is that you struggle with, just ask him and ask him to help you to be strong and to obey him. Guys, I'm telling you, it will help if you just ask the Lord to help you to obey him and to do what he's calling you to do. Okay, so, and then the very last thing I wanted to say was, you know what, guys, God will give you wisdom. He will give you help. He will give you strength. 
ask him. He loves giving wisdom. You know what I do all the time is I pray out loud. I say, God, when I'm tired in the morning, I say, God, I thank you that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I, I tell God that all the time. I tell God, thank you, God, that you never leave me or forsake me. Thank you, God, that I have the Holy Spirit living inside of me. I just go through my day. Thank you, God, that I am a faithful woman. Thank you, God, that I, oh, that, oh my goodness, you guys, I need to tell you this scripture. It is to a man's glory to overlook an offense. And that is Proverbs, Proverbs 1911. So when you overlook offenses and things that people have done to hurt you, it's to your glory. God is going to, God is going to highlight you because you are reflecting his glory because you are being so much like him when you are overlooking offenses. What did Jesus do when he went to the cross? He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they are doing. And when you overlook offenses of people, it is to your glory and God is going to bless you for it. And you are going to be a glory carrier. You're going to be someone who reflects God's glory because you're being so much like him when you overlook offenses. And so uh, I'm going to go through and start praying. And thank you, Tanya. Yes, thank you. Thanksgiving, praise and worship. Amen. And they were set our focus. Absolutely. Okay, so I'm going to start praying. So if you guys want to, um, leave me a prayer request, okay? So I'm going to just start praying and you guys can type up those prayer requests. Jesus, I thank you that you are with us. I thank you, God, that you love us. And Lord, we pray that you will help each of us to stay strong and healthy in this season, that we will not let... Uh, what people say about us or the things that they do to hurt us weaken our immune system. We will not allow stress by the power of the Holy Spirit. We will not allow stress to weaken us. We will remember that we have the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead living inside of us. We will walk. We will stand up to our full stature. We will be women who walk with Jesus in every single season and we will hold your hand. We will obey you. We will do what you tell us to do. We will forgive people when they hurt us. We will uh, overlook offenses. We will uh, carry your glory beautifully because God, we care more about what you think about us than what people think or say about us. We want to follow what you put on our hearts and not what people say for us to do. Lord, if there's things that we are sinning, if we need to take these things to you and repent, help us to do that too. But if you confirm with us with a godly person or two that will tell us the truth, and if we are doing something wrong, but these people say, nope, you need to keep walking in the plans God has for you, then Lord, give us the strength to do that. Give us the strength to not look to the right or to the left. And with people that are criticizing us, help us to keep our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. God, let us keep our eyes on you in Jesus' name. Okay, I'm going to pray. Okay, so uh, I'm going to pray for Allegra. Lord, I pray over her today. Lord, I pray that you will heal her. Lord, heal her. She just had a baby in May. Lord, bless her, Jesus. Heal her. Take away this tick bite. Lord, we know that you give divine wisdom when we ask. And God, I pray that you will give her and her doctors divine wisdom. Lord, don't let her uh, be stuck without help, excuse me, or a healing. God, I pray for you to heal her. I pray for her to go to her elders and ask for prayer. I pray that you would heal her through the medical community, or you will do a miracle to heal her in Jesus name. 
Hi, Priscilla and Alma. Okay. Oh, Alma's a single mother of three beautiful and healthy children. Okay. But God knows I need help raising them. Okay. I pray for beautiful Alma. I love her so much. Her beautiful sweetheart. Thank you for her joining on YouTube today. I just love that. Lord, bless her with her children. Lord, you are her husband. You are her husband. You are her children's father. And I pray that you will bless her, that she will come to you for everything she needs, that you will just give her wisdom, give that dad wisdom. If he's in the picture, I don't know if he's in the picture or not, but God, I pray that you would give her the help she needs, give her the wisdom, give her the strength, give her the community, every single thing she needs in Jesus name. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for those scriptures. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I don't know who said that they love my outfit, but I love you. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> okay. And then Facebook user, who is this prayers for a positive year for my daughters and calm and great. See when you're, when you're in the online group, which I'm so glad um, I need to, I need you guys to tell me your name because the, um, or I could just pray this over you because God knows who you are, but the streaming service that I use won't let me use your name. So I won't let me see your name, but let me, let me just pray. God, I know that you know who this wonderful woman is who is praying for a positive school year for her daughters and calm and graceful parenting. And so, Lord, I pray for her and everyone else who has their children in, in the school that they need calm uh, for their children and for their hearts as well. I pray that these children will be taught by the Lord and great will be their peace. I pray for all of the children that they will not be taught things that go against the Bible, that you would alert the parents if the school system is teaching them things that goes against the Bible and that they will stand up and be strong and speak up and use their voice. I pray God that you will help her to have calm and graceful parenting. That's a great prayer. And uh, that she would do that in the power of the Holy Spirit in Jesus name. Okay. And yes, Alma, please pray for me to be able to raise it and let Alma be able to raise up her three children for Christ and every person here uh, and all of their children that are represented. Lord, let us all raise up our children for Christ in Jesus name. And, uh, and Alma also says stress, weight gain. That's so hard. And God will help you, Alma, help Alma to lose this weight, help her to get some exercise. Lord, she's a busy mom. Show her what to do to get exercise. Show her how to take care of herself. Don't let her keep going and going and going in the same direction. Lord, let her stop and spend time with you and ask you for a plan and then stop several times during the day and keep asking you for help in Jesus name. I totally get that, Alma. Thank you, Tanya. And then Kelsey says for the mothers of my group who are needing him. Okay. Thank you, Kelsey. Thank you for Kelsey. She's so precious. Uh, she has um, a wonderful group at her church, a health club. And so Lord, I pray for Kelsey's mothers um, that they will have the strength of God. Um, they need you, Jesus, with their husbands and their children. Thank you for Kelsey leading that group. Bless her for leading that group. Bless all of our help club for moms groups and churches and in homes. And God, wherever they're meeting around the world, bless these groups and let their mommies, uh, let the moms feel empowered by you to live the life you've called them to do and to have strength with their husbands and children in Jesus' name. And I pray for my friend here who has the prayer for the comfort of a friend who lost their 30, oh no, 34 year old son to an undiagnosed heart condition. He was a believer, but it still hurts to lose a child. Okay. I can't even imagine that. Lord, I do thank you for my friend here. Um, I don't, I can't tell who her name is, um, but Lord, I pray that, um, that you will bless her uh, as she is a friend uh, to this family that lost their 34 year old son. And Lord, I pray comfort. Thank you that he knew you and he is with you in heaven. But Lord, the people that are left behind after a death of a child, they are devastated. Lord, I pray that you would be so near to them and to everyone here who's going through loss, everyone here who's going through grieving. Lord, be near to them. 
Help them through this time. Let them see you with them. Send your angels to comfort them in Jesus' name. And uh, another Facebook user says, we are looking for a new church home. I think this is Carrie in Tennessee, also praying for organizing our home while unpacking, mostly for our daughter to find good friends in her new school. Okay, so Lord, I pray for Carrie and my friend here who is looking for a new church home. Lord, that's so important to find a good church. Help her to find a good church. Lead them. Let them find a Bible-based Holy Spirit filled church that will challenge them in their faith, that they are people that live by the power of the Holy Spirit, people that believe in the word of God and they preach the word of God. And Lord, they give grace to each other and they love one another the way you tell us to love each other and let her daughter find good friends and help her to get unpacked and be organized. Oh, thank you, Stacy. Thank you, Stacy. And Allegra. Oh, okay. Thank you, Allegra. Thank you for praying for your friend. And then uh, my family, as we are getting ready to move for grace and balance with homeschooling for relationships, finances, trying to keep my stress in check because I've experienced symptoms over the year, past trauma. I get that, Amber. Okay, so Lord, I pray for Amber as she is getting ready to move. And anyone else here is moving. I feel like a lot of people are moving right now and there's so much stress in that. Let her give herself grace. And every person who is uh, listening, who is moving, I pray that they would give themselves grace. Lord. Um, you will help them and they don't need to be perfect. Everything in their lives, especially uh, uh, Amber, if you're homeschooling, I think that you just need to teach your children right now how important it is to uh, in moving and let them because we homeschool both of our children all the way through help club is for all moms, uh, whether homeschool, private school, public school. But I will tell you from experience when we had uh, stressful things like baby, like a baby being born or sickness or um, moving or something, that became the lesson in our homeschool. And you can tell your children that we are just make it a matter of prayer every day with your kids. You're praying for relationships, finances, for the move, and you're praying for your new friends that you're going to make. Let your children see that this becomes the lesson of teaching them how to live a God-centered life when they're moving. So, Because uh, you have your kids at home, and so they're there uh, with you more and read them scripture and pray for them, but lower your expectation for your school right now, uh, because you'll catch up. You always will catch up. We always caught up. Um, but you'll, you'll catch up. So just, just get your moving done and read the kids scripture, pray with your children, read, read them to them when you have time, but just get your moving done, get unpacked. Okay. So that's just a little advice for me. And then Alma priest, oh, it set me free from my shopaholic ways. Okay, I get that. Uh, Lord, I pray for Alma that she will stop shopping when she's stressed, that she will turn to you, turn to scripture. She'll uh, have uh, things ready to go on her phone, scripture that she can play over herself. And that she'll remember that she can do all things through Christ who strengthens her. Okay, guys, thank you for watching. Uh, please share the video with your friends. You never know who might need to hear this message today. You would not believe how many people we have had come to help clubs, send me emails, send me messages, leave comments that they found us on social media through something someone shared and it changed their life. Praise God for that, right? He's the one that changes people's lives. Share the podcast. Uh, subscribe to our podcast. Subscribe to us at Help Club or else you won't always see all of our posts. We don't have a, a ton of money. Um, to put things out on social media because you have to pay for that. So just subscribe at helpclubformoms.com so you won't miss anything. Subscribe to our podcast, subscribe to these events, and then you'll catch them and join the online group because we put everything in that group on Facebook. I love you. Thank you for being here. You're so sweet and so wonderful and you're doing a great job. God bless you. Bye-bye.